0: The world's biggest game show, E3 2018, is only days away. But what can we expect to see from Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and the biggest video game publishers? Will Death Stranding leave Halo standing? Will the Battle for 100 player deathmatch dominance deliver a right royale mess? And will Eve Gilmore walk onto the Ubisoft stage wearing a Splinter Cell apron and oven glove set? We'll have the answers to all these questions and so much more in this special edition GamesRadar E3 podcast and all without a live-streamed bobblehead in sight. Hello, I'm Global Editor-in-Chief Dan Dawkins, and I'm joined today by Leon Hurley. Hello. David Houghton. Hey. And Samantha Loveridge. Hello. And we're here today to talk about, obviously, E3 2018. We're going to make some uh, bold predictions for the show and hopefully some not-so-bold predictions for the show based on a little bit of inside knowledge. Uh, We'll talk about all the major platform holders and what they expect to see. We'll talk a little bit about the stakes at play at E3 2018. Um, We'll also delve into some of the third-party publishers such as Electronic Arts and Activision, basically everyone who's in the mix-up for the title of the best Battle Royale game. So we'll get (laughs) straight in there, Leon. What are we expecting from Xbox at this year's E3? Um, Everything they've got, I think. They... uh
1: they need to sort of announce some big titles the, the common thing you see whenever they announce or do any kind of show is people like want games, they want Xbox games so Crackdown like has to come out this year so I think we're going to see a lot of that, um, probably a lot of gameplay, maybe like even a release date that's closer than people think there's rumours about Halo 6 which the name being thrown around at the moment is Halo Infinity 343 have constantly said like this is a long way off, Halo 6 isn't going to happen for a long time, stop asking about it But I wouldn't be surprised if they throw out, like, a CG trailer or a really tight, like, scripted sort of demo just to sort of go, like, it's coming, it's here. Um, We know that we're fairly certain that Fable's on the way. Uh, That's supposed to be uh, the old Horizon developer, Playground, are supposed to be working on it. Sticking to the old Halo ideals, like, big open world, this sort of thing. Um, uh, I've lost my notes. Here we go. uh, Forza Horizon 4 is definitely coming because for now... Fernanda Delgado, who is the head of Xbox in Spain, actually said, "Like the answers, <laughs> the answers will be at E3 when someone asked him about it." Okay. So we know there's a new Forza Horizon. Yeah. Um, surprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. But Spencer um, will be there as well. <laughs> but yeah. So they, they they
1: they need to. I think they need they need big games. They need to sort of make people feel like having an Xbox is like like has a like its own unique purpose, other than just being like, you know, the Xbox X being massively powerful. There's other things as well. Like we know that Remedy's got Project Seven on the way, and they uh, while that is multi-format we know that they have a long history with uh with xbox so there's that could potentially be one of their kind of mm. xbox branded reveals even though it's multi-format Cyberpunk's supposed to be there in a big way and obviously the witcher Ooh. you know the cd project red have a lot have a good history the witcher 2 was massive on xbox yeah um sea of thieves hopefully longer longer term plans because obviously that had a
0: slightly lukewarm kind of launch but they're Hopefully they're going gonna... to... i completely forgotten about Sea of yeah. Thieves.
1: But it's a, no, it's an Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it, it wouldn't be an Xbox conference unless they did a staged four-player presentation of Sea of Thieves the last 20 minutes. I love those people. I, I want to see those
1: people go and get coffee. like And, and how, <laughs> how, see that conversation happening when they're like...
0: like. You know, I'd like to think they've been there since the last E3. <laughs> yeah. just, just streaming on. I'd like to step back a bit and look mm. particularly at some of those titles because... The one that I guess leaps out to most people would be Halo, especially yeah. the mention of Halo Infinity. Do we know anything about that? And if we don't, what do we think they've got to do with it to make it more significant? Well there's there's two things there.
1: Like um obviously 343 have constantly said like it's not gonna be at this game com, it's not gonna be at last year's E3. They keep saying it's a long way off. They don't sort of say they keep just saying it's it's there's a it's a long way off, there's a distance. One of the things they did say last time they talked about it was it was gonna probably follow the model and I've forgotten what my windows call it but when windows release like new software they have a name for it it's almost like kind of early access where it's like a kind of almost like a live development and there it's tweaked and it's it's like released and then they're almost kind of almost like early access for like word Mm -hmm. and excel Um, and whatever that name is which has completely slipped my mind that's what they talked about with halo that they were going to sort of almost release it in a like a live state so they could work with the community they keep talking about working with the community I think they're almost a bit worried. Um, I think developers generally are a bit worried that like the kind of like if the gamers or the audience react badly to it, they need to fix it. So I think they're very aware of like we'll we'll kind of like let you guys help shape whatever it's going to be. Mm. So I suspect if they, when it comes out, it will be in a slightly kind of fluid, malleable form that they can tweak and adjust, and it will be more of a live thing rather than a fixed release
0: that they can then patch. So it be like here's Halo infinity <laughs> like do
2: you want some of this yes
0: like what what dave what do you think what, halo, what's halo got to do
2: yeah no i think i think they absolutely right because halo has been in a really weird position since bungie left um obviously, a few years ago bungie went off side destiny that's his whole yeah. other saga uh three four three have never really felt like they've settled down with halo yet i mean four was good if a very safe look we've not messed it up kind of entry five got more experimental and kind of backfired in a few ways the campaign was a bit iffy. The multiplayer was watered down. Some new ideas that no one really liked. So I think, yeah, the idea of putting out a live version and tweaking it with the community as they go. Um, if the the very in the, they're in an uncertain position because they kind of need to reboot Halo again after the grand new direction of five didn't really work
0: so i think they've been putting it out was five the one where chief had a fight with the other man but they yes. we were always going to be lock friends with,
3: yeah yeah and there was as a- master chief
2: which seems like a massive oversight yeah. did you not at any stage no, play did. at Chief for like a you, tiny bit you switch right? between okay. the two mostly towards the end you play yeah. a lot of luck in the first half because it was meant to, and they made it to, the, up to these big adversarial kind of was the good guy, but it, it wasn't. They just had a bit of a disagreement and barely are. ever met.
1: And they built the, was it a Ridley Scott produced TV show oh, yeah. around it? Was it was so
2: <laughs> dull. Like, they tried to watch that, it was so boring. Um, yeah, and ultimately, this whole new narrative and gameplay direction with these extra kind of verticality they put in that year just didn't take off. The giant, like, Battlefield level Halo multiplayer wasn't particularly well received. So it needs a reboot, and I think, like Leon says, putting it out in a kind of is this okay kind of way, in a strange way, leading with the way that Bungie ended up having to design Destiny. This kind of feedback of fan concerns is maybe the way to go. Do
3: you think that means it's going to be more online based then if they're going to release it in a live fashion? I think initially,
2: yeah. I think what they'll want to do, because again, like it'll, if you look at the trend at the moment as well, with like poker Fortnite, etc everyone's got like a not an mmo but a definite sort of smaller scale persistent format at the e-
1: moment everyone wants that yeah. kind of like live game like a Fortnite or like even like a minecraft like yeah. if you go back a bit more where you can just keep changing it and adjusting it and you've got a consistent audience that will always be there for mm. the next thing whether it's like hats or backpacks or a new feature like i think everyone wants that they make one game and they keep adjusting it rather
0: than making lots of games that they release and forget about. Yeah. Well, don't forget Microsoft own Minecraft, so you may get a real surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, S- Sam, like of those games we've talked about... Does any of them leap out as you as like, wow, I've got to really uh, think about Xbox or is there anything they could pull out of the fire that might really invigorate your love for Xbox?
3: Uh, I have to say my Xbox One is gathering dust nowadays and it makes me really sad because I bought an Xbox One when it came out and with my own money and all of that (laughs) jazz. And yet here we are like five years down the line, I've got nothing to play. I was really excited about Sea of Thieves, and now we've got a Sea of Thieves that, again, haven't touched for weeks. They, they introduced a big shark, wow, like, <laughs> I, I want some more quests, I want something to keep me coming back, like a fortnight, I think that's what they wanted Sea of Thieves to be, to mm, yeah, so be yeah. very interesting what the next sort of six months plan is, and they haven't really said anything about that, apart from like, oh, you're going to be able to put tattoos and different beers on your, on your pirates, which is, great but for five minutes that will keep people satisfied yeah. they've got to do something with that that open
2: world and make it more livable and enjoyable yeah the presentation needs to be here's the roadmap for those yeah so absolutely month by month this is what's coming yeah uh, something
0: we haven't talked about that we really should because there's hot rumors around it uh this talk of being a new gears of war but not just a new gears of war sequel but maybe up to three Gears of War game? That yeah. seems
1: excessive. We're, we're, we're into <laughs> wow. kind of like, you know, my, my uncle works at Nintendo kind of territory here. But but the rumour is that um, there's going to be three um, three Gears of Wars. So There'll be like a traditional Gears of War sequel. So what are we on now? Gears of War 5, would that be? Uh, um, yeah, five, yeah, Gears of War 5. There'll be a Halo Wars style RTS kind of thing, which I guess basically be XCOM with... With just bigger shoulders, um, <laughs> I'd be done with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also some kind of battle royale spin-off, because that's one thing I think you'll see at every show this year. Someone will go, "Here's our version of battle royale," and I think MS, like I say, trying to give like the console value and give like reason to own an Xbox, will want to present their spin on on a battle royale thing, and it would make sense to attach it to a well-known Xbox brand, so a Gears of War. Battle Royale would be weird because it's you know the roadie run the clunky cover sort of system doesn't immediately scream Battle Royale, but that is one of the whispers that's going around at the moment.
3: I do love their Horde mode though. so they, If they could sort of transform that into some kind of Battle Royale, yeah. that would be really interesting. Because you
1: don't really have any sort of like entrenched Battle Royals, do you? Where you like you're really you're fighting for a front and advancing yeah. the front. That yeah. would be an interesting way Absolutely. of doing it.
2: Because Gears combat model was always built for really small scale, intimate, tactical, very. Intimate, yeah, very many, yeah. very intimate fights, even mm. in PVP. So to adapt that into maybe, yeah, just a, like keep it dense, but make it big and make it a proper territory fight. Could be cool.
0: And imagine the audience where Marcus Fenix rolls in. Marcus Phoenix rolls in in a shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's going to be well, some some headline. He's pretty old now, so he might you know he might need it. We well, might mm, oh. yes a mode of transport. <laughs> uh, this is a staggering fear for us all to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> rolled around in, in, in your shopping trolley for an endless walk. In
2: that's shopping exciting. trolleys. I don't
0: know what age you reach the shopping trolley age, but I I At don't look forward to too. it. Yeah. I guess what we always do going into an Xbox conference is we all kind of wish they reverted to type where it used to be like they've got all the money in the world oh look it's Peter Moore he's flipped up a tattoo they've signed GTA Uh, 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 4 you know we always expect them to do that trick again but I I think new Microsoft is, is less about that and probably more about and this is very boring it's not something sort of that gets headlines it's about the ecosystem <laughs> you know and, and like and you know what they'll want to do is, is sell that console not just to the people in the room but to people who are ultimately going to buy those consoles mm. right because in the bigger context uh, you know the microsoft don't publish sales figures but they've sold probably 75 to 80 million PlayStations now, right, if I've got those figures right. Yeah. The, the rumours are, the talk is that Xbox has sold about half that, right?
1: No, less about 30, like almost, yeah, almost so a 30. 30
0: to 40 being very generous, that's a long way behind. And so, all, you know, like, if they're not going to shift consoles through an amazing game, you know, and, you know, I'd love to walk in and see GTA 6 turn up there, but, you know, I don't <laughs> think that will happen. But, you know, is there anything they can do? And this is sort of some of the swell of rumours we're hearing. Around the ecosystem mm. to make it more attractive, because they've launched Play anyway. Um, they've launched a really uh, robust backward compatibility uh, setup. You know, it's the only place I can play Skate Three, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, can anyone talk more about? It? Has anyone exper- used the Netflix Star system they're launching yet? And what else could they maybe do? Well, listen, I mean, I've, the
1: Games Pass thing uh, is is nice, but it also solves a problem again of like. It doesn't have any Xbox have enough Xbox games on it. I mean, they have basically got like like three tiny insurmountable problems, which is that um, you know they don't have the first party studios, so they can't knock out like they can't be producing enough exclusive Xbox games. They've got that reduced user base, so third party people are like, why? What's in our interest to make spend time and money on your console? And then you've also got like um, the I forget the head of Sony saying that like ps4 brackets this console cycle is entering into its like final stage so yeah. we're kind of late in the game for for them to do anything like big with like hardware or studio so you're right it has to be like making the box itself like do something interesting like like streaming services and like like having a game library and the, the play anywhere. so they're out there focusing more on the service stuff which is kind of what they pitched when they first sort of revealed the Xbox and everyone went, no, I just wanted to play, machine, uh, play games. And then they yeah. sort of panicked and that was half the, the reason they sort of ended up in a bit of a, a muddle at the beginning. But yeah, they need, they need to make what they've got attractive because they haven't got time, resources or anything else to like add physical things like games and and hardware yeah it
0: does feel like this it's weird like on one hand xbox is late in the cycle on the other they've just launched xbox one x and it doesn't yet feel like there's a compelling xbox one x game Mm. like my feeling is that if they're going to make it a game it should be halo and it should look breathtakingly 4k Mm. eyes fall out you know comedy Hanna barbera style (laughs) It what, you know, it looks you amazing? To to play it on X. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, like I must play it on X. What you want so is like good. an incredible like
1: CG trailer. Everyone like you get that ho- hooting fanboy thing as the Master yeah. Chief helmet appears, and you get like this beautiful CG thing. And then it just turns into the gameplay yeah. without yeah. any it obvious change. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, and like all the Xbox conferences, it needs to be so loud yeah. Yeah. your liver <laughs> and starts and boiling.
2: And <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm not going to E3 this year. I want to hear it from here. In real time well, uh, I,
0: dare, I dare say you will. So before we close on Xbox, or the current stage as well. What's that? They need
1: a car on stage, and all like 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 it last is, They yeah. keep they keep not
0: on stage. Leon, they lower it from no, the roof. They have
1: that everyone was, knows that, 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 that,
0: was that a couple of years ago they they had one on stage yeah. last year. Special box a yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, there's got to be a surprise <laughs> car just somewhere. Like, die. please don't do that. So, anything <laughs> last uh, last things to wrap up on Xbox before we go. Um, anything else we were expecting or anything we think would make the show for them? Capcom
1: are down. Capcom apparently have some kind of action adventure for Xbox and like only Xbox. Like all their other things are for like PC and Switch and, and PS4, but they seem to have yeah. something that's Xbox only. And Phil Spencer has been tweeting about working with Japanese developers and also talking about how JRPGs have always been good for Xbox, so it's unclear, like whether this is going to be some kind of J- Capcom JRPG, but also obviously Resident Evil 8, but also the Resident Evil 2 remaster. But there's something Capcom-shaped that appears to be Xbox-only. Mm. Could
2: be another Dead Rising. Surely that's not.
1: I don't think the the deal they signed exists anymore. Right. Because because the last one was multi-format, yeah. so
2: it was actually right. eventually. Yeah, that's fine. Not- to so start off with,
0: yeah. Th- those dead will never be risen. They're always
2: rising.
1: No. They're always rising.
2: It's, it's, it's the eternal curse of the undead, never to quite be risen. Like but. really
1: bad, badly made zombie bread. Okay, well, <laughs>
2: eleven
0: zombies. It's tie. It's tie a little bow in the Xbox parcel. Um, you know. Uh, you know. I say Xbox in a weird way. The, the expectations are low. Um, It might just take one out-of-the-blue third-party announcement, a mega showing from a Halo, or maybe a real curveball service announcement. Maybe Xbox will have a great E3. All that said, let's move on and talk about Sony PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about Sony and PlayStation 4. And for this section, we've got a special guest joining us live from San Francisco is GamesRadar's senior news editor, Rachel Weber, and all being well, we're going to ring her right now.
4: Hello from San Francisco. Hello, Hello.
0: Rachel. How are you?
4: Very well. Ready to e3.
0: I hope we haven't Not caught you
4: at all, but <laughs> sort of ready.
0: I hope we haven't caught you at too inopportune a moment.
4: I mean, it's, it's the morning, but I'm, I'm dressed. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> we need. These are all good. And are you dressed and ready to talk about Sony PlayStation?
4: I am, I've never been more
0: ready. This is great. Um, now, th- I guess the, the secret is Rachel actually knows more about PlayStation than most. I've started shouting because I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, because uh, you got a little heads up off some of their lineup at a pre-E3 uh, invite just the other week. Um, I don't know what you can and can't talk about from that, but before we dive into sort of predictions and the more unknowable stuff, what did you get to see uh, last week with Sony?
4: Yeah, so the embargoes are all safe for those now, so we got to go hands-on with Days Gone. We got to play a kind of big chunk, about an hour in, of the open-world stuff, which I really loved. Um, We got to actually have a play with Dreams, which is Media Molecules' uh, incredible follow-up to Little Big Planet, which is obviously all creative and lovely and amazing. And then we saw sort of a handful of um, PlayStation VR titles that were... None of which were a huge surprise. We'd sort of seen them all before. There was Blood and Truth, which is a sort of Guy Ritchie-style uh, gangster shooter. And then uh, there was Creed, which is based on the, uh, the boxing movie and, you know, will remind anyone of playing kind of the boxing games on um, the Nintendo Wii. But yeah, so they... the. The pre 3 event they did was very safe. It was all stuff we knew about. Um, and they were sort of keeping their cards close to their chest about anything else we might see at the sort of
0: showcase. I've definitely got a question about Creed. But first of all, <laughs> is there a tiny mouse walking over your keyboard or is it a mouse shuffling papers?
4: I, there's not a mouse anywhere.
0: Not even not Batman, your dog? Typing <laughs> no, furiously?
4: I'm... I'm Locked in a room on my own, precisely <coughs> to
0: stop the typing. Goodness gracious me! That's just transatlantic sort of static. You think that's yeah. the noise? That's <laughs> the noise of the the that's, 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 You can literally hear the distance. <laughs> so before we get speculatronic, tell me quickly more about Creed because I'm I'm very excited by the idea of being Rocky and bashing people if that's indeed what it is.
4: Yeah, I mean it's 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 exactly that. It's it's a sort of <laughs> a boxing game. In PSVR, so you get to sweat with a headset on, which is always a really pleasant experience. Um, you hold the two kind of move controllers, and it's exactly what you might think it would be. It's a sort of a close-up, very strange boxing experience um, with a bit of sort of Creed licensing.
0: Do you get uh, to fight like Ivan Drago and Mr. T in that?
4: I mean, I, the bit I certainly the demo I played. Uh, didn't seem to have any connection to <laughs> <laughs> other than they've paid to use that title. I mean, I don't know if that's something that... Well, why,
0: why waste money? You've, you've gone so far, why waste it, I say. Isn't
1: the, doesn't the Creed sequel have, obviously, Creed Apollo's yeah, son yeah. G- having a rematch with mm. Ivan Drago's son? Yeah. Because obviously Drago killed Creed. Yeah.
0: Player. Spoilers, but...
1: Yeah.
4: It's, <laughs> it's, it's um warmonger. It's uh, Michael B. Jordan in Creed. yeah. 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 So um yeah so this is creed rise to glory um, and apparently for psvr you will get to play uh as a young or fight a young rocky Balboa. um but we didn't get to see that in in the demo we played but yeah it was it was a strange a strange experience in virtual reality and uh yeah i'll be i'll look forward to lots of videos
0: of people falling over okay <laughs> well, good i'm, I'm sure that, i'm sure the listeners were as keen as me to turn this into a covert boxing podcast but uh in the interest of, of broadening things out sam shaking your head furiously <laughs> I, i'm reading that He's as a ducking and weaving from some punches <laughs> um what else can we expect from sony i mean you know they're always the ones who, who who've seen the most capable of pulling uh, a rabbit out of the fire or you know an iron out of the hat or some other terrible <laughs> metaphor um what might we expect rachel
4: I mean, definitely, we know we're going to get um, more Death Stranding. You'll be pleased to know, Dan, because Kojima's been tweeting away about sort of uh, working on an E3 trailer. I think he even posted some pictures of himself looking wistful in a Joy Division T-shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so unlike him. I
1: know. He was moaning <laughs> about, about his way. his his computer couldn't handle 4K and he was moaning about having to edit it in 2K. So first of so, first-world problem, there, I, mean, I think, yeah.
4: We'll see another kind of slightly baffling but very exciting (laughs) uh, sort of cinematic trailer from him, I imagine. Um, We also know that we're going to see more of The Last of Us because uh, Neil Druckmann, the studio director there, has um, sort of started a countdown on his Twitter. So I think at this point for The Last of Us Part Two, we can expect to see something a little more perhaps gameplay-focused, maybe something a little bit that tells us a little bit more sort of where... Joel and Ellie are now because the the trailers we've had for that so far have been kind of mood pieces and then a bunch of sort of new characters so um, I think people will want to see what they're actually going to get when the game comes out we know we're probably going to see Marvel Spider-Man because that's another one of Sony's big big games and we're getting close to the release date for that Um, now this is what I... I'm going to say Ghost of Tsushima. That's the one.
0: Yeah. And I'm going yeah. to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Tsushima. Good. Tsushima.
4: Yeah. Good. Good. I, I was stressing about that this morning. <laughs> oh um, but yeah, that's, that's another, that's kind of a sort of, um, that was a surprise when that was shown. It's from Sucker Punch, which is the infamous studio, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of, it's a feudal Japanese combat, adventure action RPG thing we'll definitely see a bit more of that um, I guess yes.
3: they've been tweeting um, really about sure. the fact that you're going to see a lot more of it and the setting and gameplay and stuff so I think that's going to be a major focus
0: for them and I, we'll finally get revealed how to pronounce it so there's, yeah. there's <laughs> some hot news to look forward to my, my, my
1: pipe dream for that is that they sort of show it all off and then at the end as the trailer comes up he gets a prefix and it's Tenchu,
0: Ghost of Tsushima
2: Oh, that'd be cool. It's
1: not gonna. Oh, that'd yeah. be
2: cooler.
0: I mean, I think I think there's two people here who will be pleased. <laughs> that that may be about the sum total. It'll probably you be me be cheering pissed. for Rocky Creed, and then <laughs> yeah. the, two, the two of you. Um, so, is there anything else? Like, I mean, this is where you know, I'm putting you in a difficult position. Like, you know, two taps for yes, one for no. <laughs> but um, is there anything else you think? You know, what would be like a real curveball they could throw out, Rachel? Now, this is just,
4: you know. May, I, this is not something I know, but the, I, I would perhaps maybe think, maybe we'll see a teaser for Resident Evil 8, because Resident Evil 7 did so well on PSVR, um, it makes absolute sense that they would try and replicate that with Resident Evil 8, which would mean a close relationship with Sony, which Capcom have always had anyway, which would mean E3 would be the perfect place to announce Resident Evil 8. So. I'll be excited to see that I think we'll see sort of um, a, we might see a little bit of Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Sony stage um, because we know that Sony has got kind of uh, some deals with sort of some of the bigger publishers in terms of you know exclusive items timed and things for the PS4 release so I'd be really excited if we got to see anything of Red Dead Redemption 2 Um there's always kind of rumours about, you know, more Final Fantasy. Um, but yeah, my I would bet money on, on some Resident Evil action on stage.
0: I mean, I obviously don't know, but in line with what I said earlier, my response would be... <laughs> <laughs> which I, th- I can't remember if that was yes or no, but it's, it's probably best that i it's best that I leave it that way um a quick one I want to throw out there because I'm obviously nutty and obsessed with death stranding, like obviously that's going to be the best game at the show, even if it's not a game um a mad theory, and this is real fan fiction that's doing the Death stranding reddit boards is they've they've gotten themselves into a fervor that there's going to be a playable demo of death stranding announced <laughs>
5: at.
0: E3. I want to believe. I think it's uh but you know we we'll, we'll see how it goes. Like do you think there's any world in which that could happen, Rachel?
4: No. <laughs> I, I
3: would agree. I
4: want yeah. to believe it too, but I think I think that's just not. I think Kojima's really enjoying himself just making essentially mini movies.
1: He's he spent with his spent of friends. He spent the last, yeah, he spent the last two years basically traveling the world, and eating amazing meals, and just hobnobbing with like Hollywood. Like,
0: I think Sony have finally gone. Like, can you just stay in the studio, please? And make no, don't leave the studio. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Well, all I'm going to say is when I'm playing Death Stranding, none of you were invited because <laughs> you shattered my dreams. Um, so I think you know we we talked about some curveballs, some different surprises. Is there anything we might expect? Like they've already said. You know, PlayStation 5 ain't happening, you know, uh, you curb know, your enthusiasm there. But do you think there's anything they might announce on the hardware front? Um,
4: we know, I mean, yeah, it was Sean Layden, who's a sort of Sony PlayStation big boss man, has said that, you know, there's not going to be any hardware news. I would say that they're pretty, at the moment, sort of, all their consoles and everything are pretty competitively priced Mm. so I wouldn't expect any massive price drops but the fact that there was uh, this sort of pre-E3 show that there was a focus on PlayStation VR perhaps a price drop there or a new bundle or a you know something because I think PlayStation VR is something they clearly want to keep alive and you know you need to sort of boost the enthusiasm for that a bit somehow and I'm not sure hmm. the Creed game is going to do it um, <laughs> you can shoot a man
3: but, in the yeah. willy and blood and blood and whatever it's called so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: great well, that's that's me buying Creed in someone else who likes the willy shooter
1: game <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they'll do like, uh, like PS Vita you know and um, PSP you know where they sort of release a cheaper essentially the same thing but they kind of almost downgrade the quality a little bit and they can knock they like have- a
3: they have already done that with PSVR this year. They cut 100 pounds off Amazon with
1: the But it's still the same hardware, isn't it? At the moment.
3: No, it's slightly tweaked. It's much lighter. Oh, I didn't know. Um, slight redesign, so it's much more comfortable. Um, it's e- all the buttons are on the headset now, rather than being on your wires. Like they definitely tweaked it to make it well more more affordable, importantly, but also more comfortable and lighter and easier to use for people. So I'd, I'd be very surprised if they do another mm. price job and another redesign. Like, it's already pretty affordable now. I think it's, like, 249
0: this this side of the pond, anyway. Yeah, one, one thing I'll quickly throw out, and this is based on a, a kind of a running theory from Games GamesRadar's uh, exec head, Andy Hartup. He's utterly convinced that they're going to cut the price of PS4 Pro because he thinks they're going to release a new model, maybe? The reason he's saying this is, well, apart from historical patterns of Sony redesigning hardware uh, and the fact that the Pro looks like a giant Big Mac, is that... Um, <laughs> Uh, essentially PS4 Pro stock at the moment is incredibly low. Yes. And that's usually a sign that they're kind of choking it at a point before releasing a new skew or whatever they call it in the business. Like, just, how how, in, how mad does that sound to you, Rachel? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it's not a no.
4: It's not a no. I think, I mean, there's always a chance of that. There's, But I think that the Pro is really good at what it does and i just i just don't think they need to i don't think you need a slimline version of it i don't think you know I've, they've brought out some special editions recently very much still in the old ps4 pro style as well um so i yeah i'm i'm not convinced i mean you never know with sony they could make you know another black box that's half an inch smaller than the last black <laughs> box why not but I'm, I'm not sure that would as well be something they would show on sort of during this e3 showcase that is so clearly heavily software focused i feel like going oh and we've made this box slightly smaller we're not you know isn't going to get the the sort of the headlines that they're hoping for at e3 so that might be something they say for kind of playstation experience later down the line
0: and that's the thing to point out is that that you know sony do now spread the love out across the year so you could tell this last year where e3 was a bit less of a big deal for them like even in terms of the way they treated the journalists where we you know it used to be like a stage performance with multiple guests and feel more theatrical I mean last year was literally theatrical and they dangled zombies from the top of a screen (laughs) but in a way it was like we'd been sent there to watch a giant television Mm -hmm. like you know there wasn't that sense of like uh, you know uh, people for it being people in the room it's like we were all part of one giant live stream and you know let's face it Sony have sold like 75 to 80 million PlayStation 4s they're, they're the dominant console um, they're on the back of some great critical successes such as um, you know uh, God of War and um, you know, will they throw out something like Horizon Zero Dawn 2, or is that too early? I've seen that rumoured. You know, they're from a position of strength, so I think in a way they only need to keep the plates spinning.
1: There was the, there was that talk, wasn't there, about the PlayStation like 1 Mini that, uh, I forget who it was, it was one of the Japanese Sony bosses, who sort of like, said something along the lines of, of course that's something we've explored, it didn't mm. sound like it was something they were doing, but... That would, be a, that would be sort of an amazing kind of surprise. They suddenly kind of go, like, here's a, you know, I don't know, you download some to a USB stick and you can play little old PlayStation 1 yeah. games. Because they did talk about, that was it, what he was saying, that they said, obviously, they've been looking at ways of, like, levering their back catalogue and their, and their sort of repertoire of things. They've got all this stuff, and they've seen that there's a market for, like, repackaging it. So that yeah, could...
4: Yeah, I, I took that to me, and we've had a conversation about how much money Nintendo are making doing that. <laughs> I wonder if we could also make a massive amount of money doing that. Um, I Is feel like Sony have, when it comes to the retro stuff, they've always wanted to, they've always aimed to go more down a kind of software route. That you know, their back catalogue stuff has always been about, you know, less about sort of owning an object or using your own di- old discs, and more about why don't you buy this again for seven quid on this new system. So, I, I mean, I would love a PlayStation One Mini, but. I, I just don't... I think they're, they're a very forward-looking company. Um, and, I ju- yeah, I just don't see them making a sort of novelty item like that.
0: OK, so before we uh, turn off the power on our PlayStation chat, like, what... Anything else we want to throw in, or, you know, anything else we think could really make the show for them?
4: I mean, I think they've got such... A, so They've got so many strong games that are kind of in you know in development with no sort of release date attached currently or no sort of set release date so it's you know like Death Stranding and The Last of Us 2 and so I think for them it's just going to be about keeping hype levels high for those and then maybe dropping you know big release dates and things and um, but I would, I would love them to surprise us and they always manage with something so
3: who knows? Shenmue
1: Three. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Point, who um, do all their remasters, did Shadow of the Colossus. They're tweeting at the moment that they're that they're working on a new thing that they seem to think is like
0: quite special or like people will be really pleased by it. Oh. allow me to bring to bear more of my magical fan work. Oh yeah. The the hot talk again in the Metal Gear community <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is about is about actually someone like Blue Point remastering uh, the Metal Gears. And by that I mean sort of Metal Gear One, Two, Three, and Four. Certainly, Three is the one that like would drive all yeah. fans absolutely do lally if they were to properly HDise that.
1: I was going to say God of War just because off the back of like you know the, yeah. the
0: new one, it'd be amazing
1: to see his One and Two like done with like Shadow of the Colossus kind of love and attention. Yeah.
0: Whilst I think you're more think whilst I, think, <laughs> yeah, well, I think is you're that. right. I'm going to say it's Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, th- thanks Rachel, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your day. I hope no, that, no, tiny, no, that, no, tiny, no. that tiny, that Tony Mouse, Tony Mouse sorts out your papers for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving at the he's phone. He's a
4: terrible <laughs> intern, but you know he's kind of cute, so I keep him um, around. <laughs> no, thanks for having me on, and I'll see you guys all at E3 very, very soon. Bye. Yes, Bye. that's
0: Bye. it. See you soon. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. Rach. Bye. Bye. Bye on the home stretch now and we're going to talk about Nintendo's E3 presence, which is less of a physical presence than a Nintendo Direct, where all bets are off. I've just been told off for leaning into the microphone and getting too excited, so I'm going to spin it over to Sam Loveridge, who's going to give us a little flavour of what we might expect from Nintendo.
3: I think the big focus for them this year is going to be Smash Bros, everyone is excited about it and all we've had so far is a teeny tiny teaser trailer which basically gave you silhouettes of Mario yeah. and Zelda and Link and all, all of that stuff and the uh, Squid Kids from Splatoon, that's all we know so far is going to be in it so most of their Direct I think will be dedicated to that. But we've also got two Pokemon games coming this year, like a surprise reveal a couple of weeks ago. So. Hopefully we'll get to see what the gameplay is actually like. We just found out that uh, Battling and Trading is now behind the uh, Nintendo Online paywall and we don't know how far it's going to deviate from the core RPG series. So it'll be interesting to see like how much that's diluted and how much Pokemon Go compatibility is going to be in there because I, I de- I'm desperate to know how that's exactly going to work. And can you finally trade Pokemon in Pokemon Go? That is what my big <laughs> question is. Um, but we also got a few unknowns. So like last year, they jam packed a load of games into their uh, Nintendo Direct. We had a new Yoshi. We had Metroid Metroid Prime Four. We had Fire Emblem. Like there, there were so many games packed in there that we've heard nothing of since. So if anything, like I want to hear more about Metroid Prime Four apart mm. from a logo and a yeah, title.
2: Because do we don't even know for definite who's making that yet? Nope. Because we know it's not retro, which is really weird to start with. But. So to not told who he is after the smartphone after to even weirder.
3: It's been a year of absolute silence. Yeah. And we know nothing about, about the game apart yeah. from that teeny tiny logo that they showed off last year. And the same with Batonetta yeah. 3. We know Absolutely. it's a Switch exclusive and well, we know the no, plan making yeah. it. But <laughs> that's it. Snap. I'm
0: um, sure, sure I'd read or hear that, that Nintendo in a way almost regretted dropping the Metroid mm. reveal so early. And I think this year they were talking about wanting to put the focus very much on 2018 games you, know, games yeah. you can yeah. actually buy and play now but you know that's that's a bit boring because we know about <laughs> those games yeah. Yeah. so like
3: what well, you know, do we though like we only, we only know that smash Bros. and um pokemon are coming at the end of the year Apart no you're that, right the calendar's kind of wide open for switch right now so I, I mean i say that but they launched a console with one game so that could very much be their christmas and but will we see more from super mario odyssey there's been Rumours of a Story DLC, which I would
2: totally play. Uh, No, what really impressed me with Odyssey, apart from it just being brilliant, is the fact that the traditionally kind of quite crap at being modern with online stuff, Nintendo got so on board with kind of modern online game maintenance with that, with the updates, the expansions, the little mini events, the general sense that this game was alive after you finished it. Um, So yeah, I mean, you know, they're only short of a big full fat DLC at this point, so... Yeah, I'm on board.
3: Yeah, because they announced the uh, Zelda DLCs at E3 before, yeah. so this could could be the time that they finally reveal <gasps> like something happening for Sigma mm-hmm. but
1: Right, I reacted because I suddenly remember seeing Fortnite. Um.
3: Yes, yes but, uh, yeah. Mm. If Fortnite comes to Switch, I'll be very intrigued well. because. That's another one that's. It's, so one coming. That's, it, it is. it's, it's absolutely coming. Yeah. It's already been. But like, yeah. how are they going to implement that? When's it going to come out? Is it going to come out after the online service? Because obviously, you're going to need to pay to be online. And how's that going to work with a console that you can only play online at home? Really? Because mm. you're not going to be. And sh- you probably could stream Fortnite. You well, know, you think mo- Fortnite
0: works on a mobile? Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, yeah. I, I sat through various. Uh, uh, talks of relative interest about Fortnite at GDC, where they talked exactly about how their graphics tech scales, yeah. uh, and their, their big push is uh, performance and optimization. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, if it can run on an Android phone or a, a certain model of iOS, I imagine it's great on Switch. Yeah. You yeah. know, and how, whether that, but then how that translates to, I guess you'll have to be in a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The big thing is really, you know, how are Nintendo going to structure and incentivize the premium online mm. system yeah. Brandon and then
3: that- who is obsessed with Fortnite in our office uh, our video man photo talented video man he uh, is obsessed with the idea of a split screen Fortnite on Switch mm. which I don't know whether could work but they're pushed with multiplayer and, and that there could oh, be like like an, an certain, offline
1: almost yeah, like, yeah. Like
3: a certain like Switch exclusive feature that could sort of just give that incentive just to, you know, play it again, download it again.
1: What what I think is interesting as well is obviously we we got the the paid for online services coming this year, um, and like what what better way to kind of like really make that necessary than to bring like the world's biggest online game onto the Switch just as you start charging for it.
2: Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, um, absolutely. You need totally a killer agree. app to sell that, right? And at mm-hmm. the moment, like yeah. Nintendo's online offering to justify that is what, Splatoon? That's I mean it. it's not that's literally yeah. Splatoon. Yeah.
3: yeah. Splatoon and Mario Kart.
1: Yeah. And... God, I want also, how are they going to do voice chat? Because obviously at the moment you have oh, that God, stupid God. Oh, God. phone and wires and your separate app running like that. Are they going to use that for Fortnite?
2: Fortnite running, Mike.
1: That's gonna
3: happen. <laughs> Fortnite <laughs> running everything. They've got, I don't did. think they're gonna fix the the voice chat. I mean maybe that's something that's gonna come come with the online service they haven't really still talked about like the logistics of how that's going to work and and whether virtual console is going to be a thing beyond what you'll get through the online service as well because everyone still wants to play gamecube games why wouldn't they give us gamecube virtual console (laughs) oh they've just made a pad haven't
2: they yeah they've made an official gc pad for smash has come out so i still is that opening the door (laughs) yeah yeah i still can't get sunshine i do i do
0: i do wonder thinking out loud because like Switch has been a massive success for Nintendo, that's clear. It's their fastest-selling console. In fact, it's the fastest games console, right? They've, they're already up to 15 million users in, like, a year and a bit. Yeah, it's Like, crazy. it's staggering. Yeah, it might be even a little bit high, because they were talking about, like, hitting 30 by the end of this year.
5: Mm.
0: So, yeah, it's it's flying. So I guess, you know, my, my point of interest is, for someone like me who's ambiently aware of Fortnite, I mean, obviously very aware of it, but, like, my kids <laughs> my kids talk about it, right? But I wonder if they'll position it as almost, like, the best kid-friendly environment to play Fortnite, without the risk of mm. someone saying naughty on the microphone or something. That's true, so
2: because yeah, I mean, it's the the only contention that's been around. It's been manufactured by tablets, obviously. It's the fact that oh, young kids are playing a shooter game, right? Mm. And obviously, it totally is not gears of war, but that narrative has been sponsored. So Nintendo can paint themselves as the good guy in that narrative and take hold of it.
3: Well, also with the voice know, chat stuff, like I, I know my young cousins play it. They're like you know ten or something mm. when they started playing it. And, like, the parents are worried about them talking to strangers on the internet. And, like, if there's a barrier on Switch, and, you know, maybe that is the Mm. the kid-friendly version, Mm -hmm. like you said.
1: Fortnite, I mean, Fortnite, uh, Epic make Fortnite work the same on every platform, Mm -hmm. don't they? So it's going to be as, like, there's not going to be, like, a switch version of Fortnite because it has to run with with everything.
2: Well this is what I wonder though, because I mean traditionally, yeah, when we were talking about this the other day that like it would have to be the same Fortnite and just a virus switch shaped Mm. portal into it. But I don't know whether Nintendo being Nintendo and whether they might want to grasp that kid friendly narrative, that they might the reason this is taking longer is because they might want to have a bespoke gated Nintendo version, which then gives you the option for I mean, let's be. Fortnite's all about skins, right? Like the amount of Nintendo oh. skins that possible in there. Oh yeah. So if you look at like Nintendo precedent since Switch. Sam's but, face now. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is my favourite. That face around as
3: a
0: little Mario <laughs> bit. That face. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but then <laughs> that oh, is why they'll do it, right? Because <laughs> that, then, that would know, have but, to be enclosed. But in that's, then, that's back that's to that. Exactly. This um, is my point. What was it that blew everyone away last year? Was it the Link costume or the what? What was that in? I'm trying to think. of Oh god.
1: Yes, I know what you mean. Uh...
0: Let's have our private thoughts about yeah. that, but like, there was something they showed that blew everyone's process. mind.
2: is amazing. Oh, Skyrim, Skyrim. Nintendo do it a lot. Skyrim. Yeah.
0: Skyrim, yeah.
1: Yeah, Nintendo yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, do it a lot. I mean, even, like, they put, like, Switch merchandise mm-hmm. in Zelda as DLC, yeah. and, like, Link's now but Mario But you're, you're
1: not going to get the Mario skin appearing on, like, PS4. No, no, right. you won't.
2: This, this is my point of, like, this is possibly an argument for the fact that it is going to be a gated Nintendo version to be, like, you know, the more family-friendly friendly version. You links say, imagine, like,
3: like, once they... Really enable crossplay between all the platforms at the moment is very complicated Mm. and weird. But imagine if you like you saw Mario running across your Fortnite game on PS4, be like, "Ah, I really need the Switch version now." And then suddenly Nintendo get more people buying Switches, and it's like a self-perpetuating beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean that obviously requires Sony and MS to be okay with it. Yeah. You
0: know, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics Battle Royale. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. The, 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 the crossover happens. they never thought. Uh, there's a few other games that um, have been like uh, rumored, uh, not really confirmed, but there was a leak on 4chan of a like a retail poster. So it was claimed, which actually included Fortnite on Switch. Yeah. It included titles we know about, such as uh, the you know the Mario Tennis game that we've been playing the last weekend. Um, it also talked about. Overcooked 2 mm, Paladins no,
2: like
0: there's loads of you can go and Google it right and see all the titles they had I think the thing is probably most significant and is true you know third parties now heart Nintendo yeah, yeah. well because, Nintendo heart third parties yeah well but, yeah. but it it's works both ways, ways. It's
2: both. Yeah. everyone's Great. getting on it's good yeah.
0: Yeah. Is, is there anything else in that third party world you think you know might happen that could surprise people I, th- I think
3: you know keep all eyes on Bethesda they've been yeah. massive, yeah. We got, massive supporters.
0: Say the same
1: thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> of switch so far we've had doom we've had Street, skyrim yeah if like, they pull that like a fallout 3 on switch yeah. or something people yeah, will go at, oh i'll go right, i'll buy it well, obviously yeah. we're going to talk
3: about bethesda in a minute but yeah. like this this unique thing that is fallout 76 like if that yeah. is some sort of online multiplayer thing or like something that isn't a, a core rpg like maybe that could be something for switch like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's teased it's multiplayer maybe it's co-op multiplayer in which case it's perfect for Switch. So. Yeah. I would definitely keep an eye on Bethesda doing yeah. something else with the Switch.
2: They've seen the most Nintendo-friendly guys in the yeah. world at the moment. Like, the last couple is a big bonkers. So- and,
1: sorry, every time a game is announced, there's always people going, and the Switch version? Yeah. But like, like, most ludicrous of games possible. People are going, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the Switch version, are like, dishonoured too? Or like, no, but mm. if there's publishers will notice there well. that. Yeah, yeah,
3: there's, there's bound to be a lot of third-party. Yeah. Just don't expect anything from Activision, I don't think, no.
0: apart from Spyro. Yeah. Before we wrap on Nintendo, and Dave's excited to yeah. say one more thing, one more thing one more um, brief thing <laughs> is there <laughs> anything from the world of like core Nintendo Heartland Nintendo that we think might happen or we'd love to happen
3: whisper it
2: this is my thing Aww. because basically because I have believed this every year and it not been true <laughs> and because it's on that list that Fortnite was on so this is my closest year yet for the dream being true there was a new F-Zero on that list Right, which they are forsaken for years and years and years. And GX and the GameCube is one of the best racing games ever made. Still is, and it's going to happen at some point. I mean, they keep teasing F Zero stuff in every game they make at the moment. They're constantly make, put putting like reference crossovers, never making a new one. Like forget Mario Kart, just get F Zero out. Is this not
0: the much rumored Star Fox Grand Prix game? <laughs>
2: no. Uh, okay, that, this is the weird thing it's because another racer this is the thing because that was like was the enough. biggest kick in the nuts in the world when I read that because it's like like after this many years you give Star Fox a sci-fi racer oh he's playing a Slippy in a kart racer.
1: racer no one wants that <laughs> what, what is no your that. like does everyone like everyone what's your game that every year at E3 you, you're oh. like chanting it quietly and it never happens because mine is always Soul Reaver like your,
3: remaster yeah. <laughs> or, or a
0: reboot in some way
1: yeah
3: mine's animal crossing on switch which could actually <laughs> yeah. that's all i want to play <laughs> totally because you
0: were say, you were actually saying sam there's some you know if you're being generous some yeah,
3: supporting some, there's, evidence there's right some, yeah there's some evidence like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get out my folder with animal crossing written on it because oh, yeah. they they trademarked and like all, a yeah. load of animal crossing merch and one of the things in it was a mention of some digital software yeah. so like if they don't announce it this year i think they'll at least tease it because it's literally what everyone has been chanting like, like
2: it's a nintendo platform there will yeah. be an animal crossing at and some also point there's right? nothing
3: that fits so perfectly with switch like yeah. you know stardew and soon to be moonlighter and stuff like that like it's that sort of game that mm. is just ticks away in the background when you're on the bus when you're on the toilet when you're on the plane like yeah. it's the perfect just idling away mm. thing that just would sit perfectly on Switch and if they don't do it soon I think there'll be riots or someone else <laughs> <laughs> mostly so- by me <laughs> sitting in my hotel <laughs> room very very Nintendo <laughs> riots there'll be
2: five Animal Crossing clones like turned <laughs> exactly, up on the store exactly
0: well, let's perform our own crossing to the final oh. section oh.
2: <laughs> what? it's <laughs> physically painful I, know, I felt that in my kidneys it was
0: <laughs> no link is too shameful no. <laughs> oh.
2: Oh. I didn't even mean that That's so good I am And I've lent
0: into the microphone Because I'm so excited If this mic wasn't on the table You could drop it all the away Amazing Right Join us now For the last part Of our E3 discussion Join us now for our final section. We've all recovered from the excitement of talking about the big uh, first parties. We're going to talk about the best of the third parties, including Electronic Arts, Bethesda, Activision, Ubi. We're going to do these at machine gun speed Mm. um, because we've all got homes to go back to and lights to leave and you've got ears to save. (laughs) So, um, Dave, talk to us about Bethesda, which is rapidly becoming one of the hottest tickets in third party land. There's a lot of
2: potential here and a lot of mystery, which is basically what you want at E3, right? Um, There's, I mean... Rage 2, we basically know that's going to be though, right? Yep. Um, that's looking good. That gameplay teaser we saw looks like a serious step up from the first one. Um, we, I spent about five minutes reading between the lines on every little frame of what was going on in the combat in that game. And it look, it, it's got some proper id shooter clout to it. Some real old school, fast frenetic, kind of crazy airborne, multi-weapon, very Doom-inspired stuff, but with a much more high-flying sci-fi um, vertical focus as well so I mean you're basically seeing what the world's like we know that Avalanche are making that they've done nothing but good open worlds pretty mm. much so like you know as a basic elevator pitch in shooting in an Avalanche open world is pretty damn exciting so if if the two sides gel I mean that's the only question really but that looks really good um, Fallout 76 obviously it's the big grey area right now? I think that's which that's is the
1: dominant. Yeah. that's gonna be the dominant thing, almost like yeah. above the first part oh, is and above yeah. all the other ones because the internet at the moment is is rapidly going. Mm. If it's not single player, I'm out.
2: And it's not. It's not. It's single not. It's single absolutely no, it's, a multiplayer game. But
1: the, the, there's a rage at the moment yeah, no, that, that Bethesda have the audacity to not, the not not, not make a Fallout out yeah, fight. There's the wrong kind of yeah. rage. Like,
2: but the, this is the bonkers thing though because like we were nowhere near scheduled for a a big full-size single-player format, Fallout. Like, like Elder Scrolls isn't coming anytime soon, it it seems. Like, both those games are at least a couple of years off. But as soon as someone mentions the word Fallout on the internet, because they're getting something but not the assumed one it becomes this much bigger thing than it needs to be yeah. and uh, it's ridiculous but yeah it's not going to be that
0: it's going to be that survival multiplayer Yeah, you know, yeah. the thing we, that Jason Schreier was, yeah the, 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 r- yeah, the rumour is a kind yeah. of like crafty
1: survivally thing Rust was mentioned as an idea but yeah. it sounds like so there's talk of a Virginia highway which is obviously the music that plays in the trailer mm. you you come out of Vault 76 which is one of the only vaults that wasn't a, a horrible mind-bending experiment you you, you are released uh, early like supposed to be 20 years after the, the Atomic War as opposed to hundreds of years yeah. later so you're the founding people um, although Vault 76 the date on his Vault Boy is 20 years after it's supposed to happen so there's something happened there but yeah come out build the world and you're, you are setting the foundations for the games that come in yeah. something like even hints of like Destiny style kind of single player co op yeah, elements
2: shared world kind of platform. Yeah. So again Bethesda don't apart from you know Elder Scrolls online which is a whole other scale of MMO type thing. They don't have that medium scale game of service thing right now that everyone seems to be zeroing in on right now. The Fallout would be the perfect fit for that. Yeah. And don't forget like the big gimmick of 4 was the civilization building stuff, right? Which was fun but within the great scheme of a big Fallout game kind of got ignored by a lot mm. of people. Yeah. But that text there and it's still waiting to do something amazing that suits I it. I it think feels it will like a be good home.
1: It will be that kind of arc survival evolve, that kind of yeah. like semi permanent building a house, building a better house, building a slightly better stick to cut trees down with, that, that yeah. sort of thing. I Get mean, that, that, that sounds doing, great, yeah. but if
0: it's not single player, I'm <laughs> going to
1: be mad! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Quick hit style, uh, what do we think about anything from the world of Elder Scrolls? No. Nothing. No, nope. I reckon a logo. Sort of that like, da da dum, da dum, and no. a logo.
2: Everyone no. goes nuts, and I don't again. even think
1: that.
3: Beth- I like the way that Bethesda just says. You no. know, It says nothing yeah. about a game unless it's coming out in the next six months nowadays.
2: Yeah. Like, that's it. I mean, the reason people kicked off at the E3 last year, and I think wrongly to a degree, they were like, oh, there's nothing here. But I'm like, but it's all out by Christmas. Yeah. You know, mm. there's five or six games though, that are out in the next six months. That's, that's how they what, roll now. Yeah, that's you why know?
3: you know, yeah. Sony last year literally yeah. had no release dates in the, in the yeah. E3 press conference. And you came away going, oh, oh. I'm not actually getting anything mm-hmm. for like years from this.
2: are just like, yeah, boom, I'd much rather have the Bethesda mode. Feeling after that half hour late in Nintendo, like Sony moment where you go, that was great. Oh, oh hmm.
1: okay. So, you know, it's, so they, they're cursed uh, by the scale of their success, aren't Because, like, yeah. everyone just goes, Fallout Elder Scrolls, that's it. And he goes, look at all the other stuff, Fallout out Elder Scrolls.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. Starfield.
2: Oh. No. Oh, uh. Just dropping it. In I mean, there. if, yeah. if, yeah, if they're announcing that, right. then that pushes. Elder Scrolls and big Fallout back by a good another five years, doesn't it? So, And what is Starfield,
0: be, it, by the way, for people who aren't yeah, familiar? Starfield brilliant. is the
2: rumoured, unconfirmed, but endlessly rumoured sci-fi equivalent of the Elder Scrolls and Fallout, basically. It's like Oof. that RPG model, but in space. It's supposed Oof. to be a,
1: like a procedurally generated kind of world, but with a, with a sort of a, a more scripted storyline and, and mission sort of structure within it. But almost as if, if you took like something like the, the way the rooms are shaping you, like No Man's Sky but with a kind of a skyrim fallout kind of structure to your exploration of it but your exploration is kind of procedural and, and like infinite let's say
3: it's interesting they chose a rocket as one of the things to tease Rage 2 with yeah. almost like a we know what you're talking about yeah because they like, do yeah <laughs> they're not stupid they, they know exactly yeah. what they're playing with they're just like oh Starfield yeah. oh no it's actually I mean the fact they really kept separation. that
2: Fallout sorry that kept that Fallout 76 stream going for 24 hours just for a laugh because they just, knew they could it was this, genius
3: yeah <laughs> this new sort of like poking fun at his own fans sort of trolling people I like this new Bethesda I do it's, it's great it's very playful it's, it's very really different fun. to all the other you know big AAA yeah. um, publishers and I, yeah I'm liking the yeah. new direction
0: anything else to throw in from Bethesda uh, before we move on yeah
2: I think I mean we outside bet, but I think we could be due a standalone Wolfenstein expansion um, stroke spin-off. If you look at the way the New Order worked, they um, basically the a year after there was the announcement of The Old Blood, which was the standalone sort of five, six-hour campaign that you mm. can play completely separately from the original game. Um, the New Colossus has had a few little bits of DLC. had some... Decent well, bits DLC, yeah, but nothing yeah. that's really got the same level of hype that the old blood did. Mm-hmm. I think this they will probably drop a small
0: extension. Go on Leon, quickie
1: Sorry, before yeah, we move
2: on. Pre DLC, I was just sitting there thinking, what are Arcane up
1: to at the moment? But there's all that rumouring of pre uh, pre DLC on the moon. Oh yeah.
5: So that
1: probably. could be that yeah. kind of five six hour standalone Absolutely. thing. Because yeah. we
2: know Bethesda, they did the same thing with uh, Death of the Outsider for Dishonored. Yeah. That's definitely a format that Bethesda like. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, th- yeah,
1: Arcane are sitting around kicking the heels at the moment. They must have something. On the on the
0: they've got the two boiler. studios now, right? There's yeah. France and Austin, so yeah. we can, but I won't even say it because it's too bad a link. So, Electronic Arts, <laughs> uh, do you get it? It's still, it's right. it? It still hurts, hurts. you didn't even yeah. say it. <laughs> Electronic Arts, um, some of their known knowns, uh, they'll do a new FIFA game, Shock Horror, um, Battlefield 5 is kind of a known known, hopefully, we'll see more of their kind of uh. Interesting battle royale, but not quite mm. mode. You know, because yeah. it, the grand operations mode sounds really interesting. Anthem is expected yeah. to feature. Let's quickly mm. zoom in on Anthem. You know, what can we expect from it? To that's, actually see it? That's, well, a that's the
1: big one. They tweeted out like a five point plan. They're going to focus on like the combat, the world. They, they literally have this like bullet point <gasps> list of yeah, so we're going to see more about the exosuits. We're going to be seeing more about the world. They're going to dial in on the combat and the loot mechanic. Uh, it sounds like they're really going to like this is the one they're going to like peel open
0: and lay bare the most. I'm um, excited. It I, does, want it to, uh, I want it to I'm be like excited. a Mass
3: Effect cross with Titanfall. That's what I want, but I don't think it will be.
0: Okay. That, that demo they did, what, two, two years ago, a year yeah. ago, was like, yeah. was it two years ago? Yeah. Last year. Uh, last year, yeah. I, you know, it was, it, it's been a while. But that, that looked really brilliant, and I know it was a bit of a shot for the moon, but it did feel like, ooh, this is a this is hot.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's clear EA of, like, looking at Activision, sort of Destiny yeah,
1: when Destiny definitely. was still good and being like, well, we, can, we, should, we need... When something becomes a genre, every, every publisher goes, we need our version of yeah, Game X, and this is their... Oh,
2: we're out with again, you know, it's that. And, yeah. yeah.
1: But and they, like, they have got a serious disadvantage, obviously, that they are, like, absolutely hated because of all the loot boxes in Star Wars, even though they didn't yeah. work how people hated them for... Like, yeah. People hated the idea of them that didn't exist, and... It, but they have that problem of EA are seen as yeah. The, yeah. the
0: worst people in the world to do a loot based game. Let's stay on Star Wars because they they, they have got a number of like Star Wars projects. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, mm. What might, what might we see maybe from a Star Wars universe game? I reckon a teaser for the respawn one, which is the one the God of War, Stig Asmussen guy is working on. Mm. Do we? I mean, you know, what do we think that might be, or is it total shot in the dark? Because he was he was he was originally an artist. He was a lead artist. So he's
1: not combat based, but because he's come from God of War, people are thinking it's going to be Jedis and like
0: some kind of Malay based thing because of his lineage with God of War. Yeah. It does sound more like that than a Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. You know, "Mm, what will the Republic do with the trade federation dispute? The Star Wars (laughs) game, Star Wars games
1: always kind of like sort of dodge the sort of the Jedi
0: thing because it's obvious, but then fans are always going like, I want the Jedi thing. Yeah. That's, that's still a strong thing. Um, EA. We might expect some more indies. Like, I don't know which ones we know about or we can talk about, Sam. <laughs> Lots of head not uh, shaking. So they've got none. <laughs> um, but, you know, don't be too surprised if they have some indies.
3: Well, got their, I can't remember what it's called now, but they're like indie publishing arm thing. Yeah. Um, so we could see something brand new, like... I'm trying to think what they announced last year, and I've totally forgotten what it was called. But they have—they have like these sort of standalone, one-off things that they do that always come out of nowhere. So maybe mm. we'll see
0: something. Yeah, and I'd like to throw in as well, uh, partly more in hope than expectation. Uh, please make some SSX HD updates. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, oh,
3: yes. yes. I
2: love enough, that game. I...
0: And skate, so like, yeah, so um, yeah. skate, skate, Leon was trying to mimic with his hands skating. It looked more like he was scooping peanuts into his mouth at the, the table, but it, it, it got the message across. It worked, it worked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they've reactivated the Skate 3 servers. Yeah. Uh, is that significant? Why? I don't know. It was a hot rumor last year. I mean, let's be honest, if you want a home run with the crowd, even if it is a very limited number of people, just make Skateful. Just yeah. it's the ultimate online yeah. game, it's totally gaff made, it's physics based. It's Ideal for streamers, you're insane EA if you don't make it, and I'll come and make it for you, even though it's probably finished and it's and too also, late. and also
3: like Tony Hawk was so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, yes.
2: like they've uh, literally just got like an open mm-hmm. goal. Similarly, <laughs> after uh, Steep, SSX HD, SSX3 HD, right? Oh. That original game was built for online 10 years before online was mainstream, much like Time Splitters was, its functionality and meta game was so far ahead of the time. Just tune it up, get the, get the soundtrack license back, and bang it out. Okay, what, now. What
0: if, what if I'm, sorry, just, I'm, I'm not even going to let you talk, Leon, because we're so far. Unless it's so good, you're going to say it in three words. What is it? No. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> right. It was a joke. It would take longer.
2: I. <laughs> that was one, three
0: words. Ubisoft. Um, now, thankfully, they've leaked most of their lineup on uh, fridge magnets, lighters, <laughs> and <laughs> aprons. Um, now, wh- what's left? We know about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Greece looks brilliant. Um, we know from rumours there's probably going to be a Splinter Cell. That seems yeah. mm-hmm. very likely. Mm-hmm. Well, what else can we expect?
3: I want more Beyond Good and Evil too. Yeah, I might yeah. Be yeah. Who's that's really my, No, about that's it, that's, that's my only good. thing I want from them. <laughs> just
2: give you all of that forever.
3: I know they're probably going to talk about their Toys to Life game as well. <laughs> oh, that Star nice something. good about that. It's like Starfield, but not not. Yeah, as good, probably. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just. I just want Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
0: Okay. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier on about Cap com mm-hmm. um we mentioned some well-known franchises that might return mm-hmm. some well-known franchises might return that's all i'll say <laughs> on that and so let, let, let's see what happens oh, uh,
1: Lot of rumors flying around about dmc as well like yeah, and, uh, and a, num- a number dmc forgets totally ignoring uh, ninja theory like Ninja Theory's um, DMC was brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah. The fans um, hated it, so they're yeah. almost like talking about just kind of skipping yeah. and going back to blonde, blonde Matrix and rejects Dante. It's weird because yeah. so there's
2: two ways that's going to go. As I see, it's either going to be a slightly dated, embarrassing follow-up to four, and everyone will go, "Oh yeah, maybe we did need the reboot after all," or it's going to be a big overhaul to the degree that the D reboot did, but it'll be old Dante, so everyone will gloss over the changes this time around, and it'll be fine.
0: Other but, publishers, uh, I know it's trendy to hate Konami. I hate them the most. <laughs> i have always them them they're rubbish um, you know they they have Provolution Soccer that again I love and probably not that many other people um, you know they may have a surprise well, or was, two they still
1: own a number of good franchises the, the, the Silent Hill kind of rumblings mm. keep sort of happening but like very unfounded and very sort of almost like more like just wishing hard enough would make it happen like but if they were to release like a like a like a or you know tease a new Silent Hill that would be interesting
0: yeah, I think there is there is a life for Silent Hill beyond Pachinko. Yeah. So I think, I think we can all potentially Tell you who I'd love to do it. Rocksteady.
2: Ooh. Yeah. What are hey, they doing now? That's a great that's a
0: great segue. So Warner, yeah. we thought they were releasing a driving game, turns out it's Hitman. Hitman two. Oh, Hitman sorry, two. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocksteady. Could yeah. they be what? have, have been something? Very quiet very for quite very a long time. time.
3: Last thing they did was the PSVR Arkham game, which was amazing. Yeah. So. yeah, but
1: they they got such a good knack for like scary, weird horror stuff, like the
0: scarecrow sections, the yeah. VR thing. Oh was my god! <sighs> literally smacked my head on the wall. <laughs> <game. laughs> they, they were they were linked at one stage to a Ninja Turtles game. They were. Yeah. Uh, and who was linked to? And this is madness. A Matrix game. <gasps> was that Rocksteady? Or my is that one of my cheese dream <gasps> fantasies? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, I would definitely play a Rocksteady yeah. Matrix game. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Mm. And I mean, dark, it's be totally big, isn't it? Isn't it?
2: and, like, yeah. Warner's own The Matrix, and there's rumour mm. that they are going to reboot the movie series. Rockstar Rock is still... So. They're still
1: independent, aren't they? Or are they owned by Rock, Warner Brothers? Th-
2: I'm, not, I'm sure. not sure anymore. I think they might be owned now, but I'm not entirely mm. sure. Okay. they resisted for a while, but...
0: Any more big publishers we've forgotten? Left Out of the Bath?
1: Activision. Activision. Oh, Activision, yes. only Call of Duty. First, yeah, probably... I, I, everyone seems to think that they're saving their battle royale reveal for for E3. But yeah. based on, because I went to see um, Treyarch and um, visit studios and talk to the guys, yep. like the way they were talking about it, like I don't think that game exists yet. Like I think they have a very strong plan and, and an idea, but they were talking about they wouldn't give us a play account because they don't know how the vehicles work yet. They haven't like done quite basic things like that. So if they show anything off, it'll be more like like the idea of it than the actual game. It's okay. interesting
3: to see what the first AAA developer is going to do with Battle Royale, though. Yeah. Like, you know, if Gears 4 Royale yeah. doesn't yeah. exist, yeah. like, this is the one who that, you know, has all the money in the world, has Activision's yeah. mm-hmm. money, and how how will a battle royale work with all that money and all the history of, of the Black Ops series behind it as well? Like I, I really wanna see it. So yeah, they, it's, kept it's saying, fascinating.
1: they kept saying well, they imagine like a battle royale with, with like a shooter, the, one of the most refined shooter models in gaming that has been like refined for like what's fifteen years of, yeah. Of, yeah. yeah.
3: I also want to see what semblance of single player they're pulling out of it. Like I'm someone who only buys Call of Duty for the single player. Yes. I know, weird. But <laughs> like what are the, what one of the quotes that you got was something about like it's pa- packaged with a narrative wrapper. Yeah. Multiplayer packaged there with a narrative wrapper. What does that even mean?
1: Mark Mark Lammy mm. of the studio head said there's no traditional single player. Mm. It is it is the multiplayer game, it's zombies and it's battle royale and within um the the, the multiplayer game they essentially it's like Rainbow Six's what are they called again? Ray- operators oh, no 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 what's the 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 missions you do in rainbow six the little single player things
3: oh, i know what you mean yeah operations mm. you
1: know? operations yeah, yeah. But, but basically yeah so so we could talk for days excuse me <laughs> all all the all the characters basically in multiplayer will essentially have kind of single solo player challenge modes that you will use yeah. to learn their abilities yeah. and will have this this thinly Barely. kind of smeared narrative like kind of like embellishment. source embellishment yeah, yeah. Um, oh, narrative
5: source, hmm. source can't wait to get my hands <laughs> on
1: yeah. that narrative Basically, source essentially there's no there's no story I think they're kind of cobbling together like I'm a kind sad. of a, a web of like narrative like nuggets that will sort of
0: be, be <laughs> stuck on like challenge oh. modes like,
3: narrative
0: nuggets so so graphic anything else from Activision Destiny, Destiny we know about we talked about yesterday Spy
2: just Spy quickly right. Dave view from the community <laughs> what Spyro who Spyro <laughs> okay, Spy uh, right.
0: Destiny.
2: having spent last months like staggering around like a sobbing Jan Rambo with his mate's guts all over him but knowing he can never go back and this is his life now <laughs> Destiny 2 finally looks good again it's been a weird freaking like we love it and hate it thing going on for so long that we can't get out of now but Destiny 2 finally looks like it can be a real sequel now uh, a year later, it um, just
3: worries me that it's like, oh, it's a real game now, but it's going to cost you thirty-five pounds. That's
2: play. the issue as well, and th- it does go up to like a special edition, you know, uh, season pass version that comes for like seventy dollars, and that's a lot for things that turn it into the sequel. We, f- we all imagine it would have been, and that it does be look-
3: paid for. I know, like and it
2: does look like, it, on pure gameplay terms, it does look like the actual the expansion from the end of D one year three that we imagined would be the next game. Mm. But why it- it's taken this long to get here, I don't know. I mean, it, it does look like, you know, the weapon categorisation being completely freeform now, the new, uh, the random rolls on weapons, the fact that you've got full control over how you expand your gear and all your guns have got much more long-term customisation pass. And the really exciting thing structurally is they seem to be dropping the traditional campaigns, which they have never really done well in the small expansions, and making it much more of a big... The really, the real kicker that the community are excited about philosophically is that it's becoming a much more gameplay-driven, systems-driven, RPG-driven, almost MMOE. It's about your character's career-type thing. When Destiny was always much more tinkering, toy box, hobbyist thing than shooter, really and that model's great but yeah it's coming year late well, let's
0: end on that philosophical note and apologies to Spyro for not it's giving okay. him a bigger earring he'll get his love and
3: beautiful isn't he he'll get his
0: it's love, so and, he <laughs> get his love. Okay. and I, I apologise to every game and publisher we weren't able to mention we will be talking about them on the website which is called Games Radar as you may well know uh, this is a like a one off special E3 podcast if you enjoyed it and I'd be as surprised as you do 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 leave uh, you know leave a comment on iTunes uh, you know whatever you say now like and subscribe or click and collect or whatever you do on iTunes um, do do that and the good news is if hey don't laugh and if you're still with us we're planning to do another podcast heavens forbid as a, as a winners and losers podcast after e3 which will probably be Tuesday or Wednesday during e3 week so do join us again for that all that remains is for me to say thank you to the beautiful guest today thank you sam oh thanks dan thank you dave no problems thank you leon and thank you rachel and her tiny army of organizational mice (laughs) so until the next time we'll speak to you soon bye